Hello there. Welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. This is a podcast where we're going through the New City Catechism and making our way through the 52 questions and answers with Scripture. Really, that covers a whole the whole range of Orthodox Christian doctrines. And today we're covering question 18. And if you remember from if you've been with us uh, prior to this week, questions 16 and 17. Uh, dealt with defining both sin and idolatry. So question 16 was, what is sin? Question 17 was, what is idolatry? And here in question 18, it asks a very important question in lieu of what we've talked about the last two weeks. It asks this, will God allow our disobedience and idolatry to go unpunished? Now, if you were to listen to what the world has to say about this, or even to what certain portions of the body of Christ, or I should say professing church would have to say about this, you would get a very different answer than the one the Bible gives and the one that we have here in the New City Catechism. The answer the New City Catechism gives is this. No, every sin is against the sovereignty, holiness, and goodness of God and against his righteous law, And God is righteously angry with our sins and will punish them in his just judgment, both in this life and and in the life to come. Because God is the sovereign ruler, our disobedience is also treasonous against him. And because God is holy, our disobedience and idolatry is an assault on him. And because God is good, our idolatry and disobedience is evil against him. And therefore, he must judge disobedience and idolatry. David in Psalm 51, um, which is a psalm of confession, if, you, if you're familiar with that psalm, David had uh, committed adultery with a woman named Bathsheba to cover up his sin. He had Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, killed in battle. And this was the, the psalm that David wrote after he was confronted by the prophet Nathan. Well, in Psalm 51, he says this, Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Now, of course, David had sinned against Uriah. David had sinned grievously against people as well. But in comparison to his sin against God, it was like he had only sinned against God. Our sin is not mainly against ourselves or others, but against God himself. But our sin is also against God's righteous and good law. We make a terrible, terrible mistake if in our love for the gospel and our love for grace, we somehow adopt the view that God's law is bad or that God's law is something that we can take lightly. It's not. The Ten Commandments are good for human flourishing. I don't know if anyone would disagree with that, at least any professing Christian. Paul says in Romans 7, the law is holy and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. So as the Apostle John says, sin, the essence of sin is lawlessness. John, 1 John 3, 4, sin is lawlessness. This is so important for us to understand. God is not mocked. God has set forth his law. God has set forth what he expects for human flourishing and from human beings in relation to himself. 
and he's not mocked. You reap what you sow. If someone lives a life that is full of sexual immorality, idolatry, self-centered greed, and everything else that God hates, that person will be judged by God, sometimes in this life and always in the life to come and forever. Have you ever heard it said, the only reason people are sent to hell is because of unbelief? Have you ever heard that before? Well, it's not true. It's not, it's not what the Bible teaches. It's not what the Bible teaches at all. People are sent to hell because they love their sin and hate God. People are punished in hell because they spurn God and they spurn his good, righteous, and holy law. That's why people are sent to hell. That's why people experience the wrath of God is because of their sin. Let's look at the text that goes along with question 18 that helps us, helps really for us to hear this from the scriptures. Uh, it's Ephesians 5 verses 5 and 6. It says this, for you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for it is because of these things that the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Listen to what, listen to what Paul says. It is because of these things. What things? Sexual immorality, impurity, covetousness, idolatry. These things bring upon people the wrath of God. These, these are the things that bring the wrath of God upon individuals. So that last sentence that says, let no one deceive you with empty words, needs to be said loud and clear. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for it is because of these things that the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. And one reason why this is so important for us in the day in which we live is there is so much deception. There's so much uh, confusion on this point. There is so much Bible twisting when it comes to this and this, this idea that God is love and that's the only way that we can define, define God is by his benevolent love. Well, in order for us to be stunned and amazed by the love of God and the grace of God, we need to come to terms with our sin and idolatry. We need to come to terms with our rebellion against God and what God did in love and grace to rescue us from it. And we need to turn from those things and trust in the only redemption, the only means by which we can be saved, and that is the blood of Jesus Christ, the cross of Jesus Christ. So let this be said loud and clear. Will, there, will God allow our dis, disobedience and idolatry to go unpunished? No. We just need to say that loud and clear. No. Every sin is against the sovereignty, holiness, and goodness of God and against his righteous law. And God is righteously angry with our sins and will punish them in his just judgment, both in this life and in the life to come. So, we need to know the bad news of sin and idolatry and God's hatred of it and punishment of it in order that we may know and experience the depth 
of the good news of Jesus Christ.